The final stretch of the Torah continues with Parshas Vayelech as the Torah informs us Vayelech Moshe. And Moshe went. The question, of course, is where did Moshe go? The Torah at no point discloses a location, which makes us wonder not only where he went, but why he went, or why the Torah cares to tell us that he went. This question bothered many of the Mepharshim, who suggested several different possibilities spanning the different levels of that other dimension, a dimension not only of Pshat, but of Remez, Drash, and Sod, a journey to mystifying paradise of Parshan imagination, which we call the Parsha Pardes. Welcome to Parsha Pardes, or Parsha Paradise, here at the database of Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, where this week's Parsha is Parsha's Vayelech. And if you enjoyed this year and others, like it on the podcast, and you want to partner up with us here with a sponsorship, or if you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group for updates and links for every uploaded share, then all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data, then base, B-E-I-S, at gmail.com. So taking a look at our question once again of where it was that Moshe was going. So we have a couple of Mepharshim that offer a very simple pshat, among them the Ramban and the Ibn Ezra, who suggest that Moshe actually took a stroll through the camp of the Bnei Israel, through the different camps, and he was doing so to actually say goodbye to all the Jews as he was getting ready to pass on. This is the third to last Parsha in the Torah, and Moshe Rabbeinu is basically on his way out, and this is the beginning of his final hurrah. And there are other Mepharshim among the Pashtun that suggest a similar answer. We also find from the Sfarno, who explains that the words Vayelch Moshe al-Pip Shatz, the word Vayelech, does not necessarily always mean that um, someone... Um, went in the literal sense that he walked, but we're going to see that the word vayilech can also mean just simply that he went ahead. In other words, like sometimes we use colloquially, colloquially when some, we say that someone went ahead and did something. So sometimes going ahead doesn't really mean to do anything practical. So it says the Svarno, vayilech Moshe, says, Remember back in Parsha Shmos, when Moshe Benu's father, the Torah tells us, a man from, from Beis Levi, from the house of Levi, went... He went ahead and then he took a, a, a girl from Boslavia, a woman from Boslavia, and he married her. So he went and he married her, or did he have to go anywhere? So Sparno says it's, it's a lashon of taking initiative. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu did. But so it says um, in a similar vein, um, just skipping a little bit in the Lashon of the Svarna, um, after discussing the forging of the covenant with the Bnei Yisrael, he now was awakened. He was compelled to comfort the Bnei Yisrael Al-Misasa with regards to his death, his impending death, um, so that the Simcha of the entering the covenant would not be um, ruined, that it shouldn't be messed up, it shouldn't be um, disturbed. He wanted them to be comforted. So the Lashon of Ayelach is saying that Moshe took initiative to comfort the Bnei Israel, but not necessarily saying that he walked anywhere, but uh, he propelled himself, as it were. So that's what we find, at least I'll peep shot. Um, as far as Ramis is concerned, we have two interesting Ramazim in the Balaturim on the words Vayelech Moshe. The first one, which does not have much to do with the meaning of Vayelech Moshe, but the Balaturim suggests a Ramis to help us know when Vayelech and Nitzavim um, are not a double parsha, like this year. This year we're just laying Vayelech. So wh- how do you know when Vayelech and Nitzavim and Vayelech are going to be split? So says the Balaturim, the Ramis is, Bag HaMelech, Pas Vayelech. 
What does that mean? So if you look in Sefer Daniel, there's a Lushan called Pasbag, the Lushan that describes the king's food. Um, literally, Pasbag means um, the, the bread, or, the, or Bag is Lushan of food. Pas is Lushan of bread, which also means um, a, sp- a split or a slice. So explains the Balaturim, Bag HaMelech, meaning Bag, Bez Gimel, which, which refers to either Monday or Tuesday. In other words, Bag HaMelech. What's HaMelech? A reference to Rosh Hashanah. If we say HaMelech, if we say that for Rosh Hashanah on Bag, on, other, on either Monday or Tuesday, so you know what that means? Then Pas Vayelech. Pas, we, we slice up Vayelech. In other words, Vayelech is going to be its own Parsha. So that's an interesting remise in the Baal term. And the Baal term picks up on a juxtaposition. So um, explains um, the Baal term in his second comment. Vayelech Moshe, so la'el minei, earlier, k'siv l'avram Yaakov. Earlier, the Torah referenced, in the end of Nitzavim, referenced to Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. V'samach le'vayelech Moshe. And now it puts an X to Vayelech Moshe, telling us where did Moshe go? Shehalach aleihen. That Moshe wasn't going, as the other Pashtunim mentioned, he wasn't just going through the camps, but he actually went to the Avos. To tell the Avos that Hashem fulfilled his, his swear to them, and that ultimately Hashem entered them in Deret Yisrael. Interestingly enough, at this time, um, obviously Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't joining them going to Deret Yisrael. So I guess when the Bnei Yisrael were getting ready to go into Deret Yisrael, Moshe, he turned, he went to the Avos, according to this Remez, according to this, um, apparently it's a Medrash that um, the uh, Balaturim is bringing down. But what's the point? The point is that Moshe Rabbeinu went to the Avos to talk to them. He went to the same place that they went to. And that's where that's where he went. Al Pidrash, we have Rashi, who doesn't necessarily comment on our words, Vayelech Moshe, but we're going to see it's going to make a lot of sense when we get to the Kliyakar. The Kliyakar works hand in hand with Rashi. Rashi explains in the words, that I'm no longer able to go um, to go um, out and to come in. So says Rashi, you might think, and this is based on the Gemara in Sota, you might think that Moshe Rabbeinu's strength was sapped, his health was declining. Tamalomar, no. The Torah also tells us in Dosabracha that he none of that happens, that um, he didn't lose his moisture, everything was, his, his, his vibrancy was still there. What did he mean when he said, I'm not able? I don't have the permission to do it. And so um, um, that, that's one opinion. Um, I'm just skipping a little bit in Rashi. Apparently, Moshe was no longer able to keep going in terms of Torah. These springs of wisdom and the traditions were being closed off from him, a sign that Moshe Rabbeinu, as long as he was physically able to, okay, he could still move physically, but either he did not have the rishus to go, or the Torah wellsprings were closed to him, withholding him from being able to continue to serve in the facet of Moshe Rabbeinu as our, our Rebbe. So what does this have to do with Vayelech Moshe? So the Kliyakar explains, the all Mepharshim are bothered by this halicha, this walking. What, what are we talking about? Who, who's walking? Moshe's walking. Okay, where's he going? Right? Doesn't say that where he went. So uh, says the, uh, the Kleyakar, I have an explanation that can work. So since Moshe would eventually say, I'm not able to go out and to come in, so you know what you might think? You might think that means that he was physically disabled. Similar to what Rashi said. Right? I'm not able has two meanings. 
Olo uchal mamish, I'm not able to physically. Mibilti acholas, I don't have the wherewithal to do so. Olo uchal eni rashai, or means that I'm not able means I'm not allowed. Miloshan lo suchal echol bishirecha, for example, like the Pasuk in Devarim Yod Beis Yod Zayin, that you shouldn't um, eat it in your gate, meaning you're not you're not able to do it, meaning you're not allowed. Ubeemes shakam pirusha eni rashai or let's say tzlevav lefi shekvar nasna rishus leoshua. So quoting Rashi, when Moshe you know, meant was I'm not. Able to in the sense that I, I wasn't given permission. Moshe feared maybe the Bnei Israel would just think that he didn't have the health, the physical wherewithal to do so. So what did Moshe Rabbeinu do? He demonstrated his physical ability. He says, no, I'm not in any kind of decline. Look at what I'm still able to do. I'm just not allowed to go. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu went around to demonstrate what he meant when he would eventually say, or what he would mean when he would eventually say, I'm not able to go. It would be clear that it wasn't because of a physical decline, but it was because of this spiritual decline, if you can call it that. So that is apparently what Moshe Rabbeinu meant. And then the and he then you know, the Kliakar plugs this all back into Rashi, as we just saw, and that would uh, that would explain everything. However, this um, idea about the wellsprings of Torah being closed off to Moshe, as Rashi and the Kleoker both make reference to, we find this in Sod as well, as the Kedushas lady brings down. It says, Vayilch Moshe. So, Yivor, Alpim, Masha, Merchuminuzel. Interestingly enough, the Kedushas lady points out that when we talk about someone davening for the Amud, so there are two Lashonos that we find in Chazal, either to be Yori Lefnei Ateva, to descend before the Ark, Upamim, sometimes it says, Ha'over Lefnei Ateva, one who passes before the Ark. What does it mean to descend before the Ark or to pass over the Ark? So the Kedusha Slavi says there are two different kinds of Tzadikim. There's some Tzadikim, Some people have to cleave to the actual Tevos, right? Lashon of the Teva, right? The Ark, Teva also means a word. They have to cling to the words from the Tevila. Those words, they guide them. And then there are greater Tzadikim. They are higher than even the text of Tevila. They lead the, the Ark itself. They lead the Torah words and the Tevila words itself. Moshe had, had normally been on that level. The Zohar refers to Moshe as essentially the husband of, of the Torah, as it were, the, um, the husband of the Shechina. So, right, so, when we say Yorid Lifneateva, we mean that the Teva leads you. When you, are, when you descend before the Teva, that means the Teva is higher than you, and, you have, and you're bound by the limitations of the general system. But the tzaddik who is over Lefneateva, he's the one that is above and beyond. He passes before, he passes over it, because he's, he's greater. And explains the Kedushas Levi, Moshe Rabbeinu is now in that decline 
stage. He was normally the tzaddik who could be overlooked at Teva, but not at this time. Because the wellsprings of Chachma are being closed off. Now Moshe Rabbeinu returns to the regular level of a tzaddik who is being led by the system. This is what it means that Moshe went and then he spoke. What does that mean? Halach el hadibor. He went to the dibor. He went and he proceeded to be led by the dibor, by the words of the tefillah, of the teva. In this case, the ark. The the ark was now higher than he was. And he explains, this is why what we're going to see in Hazinu, that the language of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Nevuah, is on a much lower level. It's much more sasum. It's much, it's much more obscure. And the Kedushas Levi goes on to explain that Moshe Rabbeinu's Aspeklaria, Mahameira, his special elevated level of Nevuah, was not exactly the same as it, as it had been. And so this we see um, it derives from the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu has um, now entered this spiritual decline in a certain sense, that he is no longer able to keep going in the spiritual sense. But in the physical sense, of course, Moshe Rabbeinu could still move. However, now he's being limited by the level of a regular tzaddik who is yor lifneyateva, as opposed to the greater tzaddik who is over lifneyateva. So whether Moshe Rabbeinu is going through the camp to say bye to Klal whether he's going to the Avos, or whether Moshe Rabbeinu is running on the treadmill to show us that he still has his physical strength with him, or Moshe Rabbeinu is going down in a spiritual level to follow the dibor, the strict words of the teva, um, we see I mean, all these different possibilities of where it was that Moshe Rabbeinu was going. And we should be zocha to follow Moshe Rabbeinu, to keep going so that we can hopefully move upwards in our levels of spirituality, our levels of ruchnius, and to aspire to the levels that Moshe Rabbeinu was able to be on. And we should be zocha to walk in Moshe Rabbeinu's footsteps, as it were, and be able to ascend in our levels of Torah, in our in our dive into the Mayanos HaChachma, the Mayanos of Torah, which be Zohar to such Mayanos. Thank you for joining us here at the database. Have a wonderful Shabbos.